The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like our show, Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. And if you want your own podcast, we can produce one for you. Go to pod617.com to get started. It's the Boston Podcast Network. We produce podcasts out of our Westwood, Massachusetts studios and anywhere around the world remotely. I want to get to our guest. Her name is Tara Lenich, and she is the proprietor, president, king, queen. What's the appropriate? Founder. I got that right. Is that right, Tara? That's right. Okay. Of Liberty Advisors. I'm just getting warmed up here. It's my first podcast of the day. Liberty Advisors, LLC, providing prison consulting to help people navigate through the mysteries, the challenges, the dilemmas of serving time. I think I've got that right, but she'll be the one who tells us. Let's welcome her to the virtual studio. Yes. Virtual, virtual crowd is on its feet. How are you this morning, Tara? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. So very interesting topic. And see, I learned all I need to know about prison consulting services from that movie with Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart, which was called, what's that called? Hard Time or something? Yeah, I don't suppose you saw that movie. I did not see it, but now I have to watch it. (laughs) Well, it's probably got everything wrong, I'm sure. But Kevin Hart plays, I think, an ex-con who's trying to counsel Will Ferrell on what he needs to know before he goes to prison. Anyway, how did this is just an interesting area to migrate to. How did you get into it? I got into it because I was a prosecutor for about a decade in New York City. Mm. And after doing that, I my life took a different turn and I found myself facing prison time and the criminal legal process as a defendant. Really? So, yeah. So it was quite quite a spin for me. So what were the charges against you? Illegal wiretapping. And so first I faced eight charges and then it was upgraded or sent over to the federal government. So I faced federal charges. So I've really been through both. And I also faced civil charges, civil cases. So Mm. so I've now have experience in all the arenas of criminal law. Wow. By the way, that movie was called Get Hard. And please, please don't don't see it. Don't see it. It's on point, but it's not good. So now when you say wiretapping, I'm thinking that would have been, I do have a law degree myself, not to brag or anything. I rarely use it. But when you say that, I think you were a prosecutor. That was part of the job, no? It was part of the job, but it wasn't how I did it. I was actually in charge of the entire wiretapping and investigative unit at at the DA's office, but I, I did it in a manner that it was not legal. Okay. So- and so I faced those charges. And you ended up actually serving time. I did. I served 10 months at Danbury Women's Camp in Connecticut. Oh, well, that's like going to tennis, tennis camp for 10 months. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
it must have been, I mean, for someone coming from the professional world like you do and the sort of, I don't know if irony is the right word, but it was your job to, in layman's terms, put bad people away. That must have been very humbling. What was it like? It really was. It was first experiences, like your stomach drops and you feel like you're going to vomit. And then it's, okay, what am I going to do? And actually, as a prosecutor, I spent a significant period of time with confidential informants and people that were in prison. And so I knew kind of what to expect, but yourself being there, it's very different. My only concern going in really was, am I going to get beat up? But, (laughs) and is anyone going to know I'm a prosecutor? And so that was really like a safety concern for me. Was anyone going to be there that I had had a hand in putting in prison? Sure. Yeah. My, my, my ex-wife is a prosecutor and when we had to avoid certain like breakfast joints, like the IHOP, like in Brockton. We couldn't go there because we just knew actually it wouldn't have been Brockton. That wasn't her county. But anyway, it was, we had to avoid certain places because she was afraid she'd see her former defendants. But I don't want to belabor this because I want to get to your company. But what was what were the accommodations like, to use a weird term? But I mean, they're certainly not like anything you're used to. <laughs> Oh, right. If you've never been there, we we weren't in cells, so we didn't have doors that closed, but it was still a six by six area with bunk beds and one little locker. Mm-hmm. So privacy is a real issue. Yeah. And it's it's really kind of what you make it at a camp level. You can get involved and do work more or you can do the easier jobs and it'll work a lot less. And so I first worked in the library and taught GED classes. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the most of my time here and learn something new, too. So I joined the construction crew. So I learned wow. how to set a toilet and, you know, how to put up drywall. And so there really is, if you want to learn a trade, it's actually, there are places where you can learn those things. And you must have been a quick learner. You were only there for 10 months. So I know. <laughs> so how t- and you didn't get beat up, I take it? No. No. You know what? And I think that's one of the things, like, in my practice, there are certain things you just need to know what to do and how to act in certain situations. And the bottom line is really just always treat everybody with respect, which you should be doing anyways, mm. right? And stay in your own lane and don't pick a fight. So it's really, it's not that difficult if you just follow some simple basic rules. Prison's sounding pretty good right now compared to <laughs> my, my life is at. I'm, I'm, I might consider this. So, and if so, I'll hire you beforehand to know what to expect. Great. But- <laughs> However, I I shouldn't kid because it is, of course, a very serious subject. But when you so you 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 come out and you still got your law degree, but I'm going to guess that they don't let you back into the bar. Oh no, I'm pretty much banned for life from New York, Connecticut. I could I could reapply in a couple of years, but I wanted to, I needed to find something to use my skill set. I went to all this legal training, and I really enjoyed the arena of criminal law. So. While I was inside, I talked to a bunch of the other women about we had all hired prison consultants and or someone that we thought would help us in some way. And no one really panned out. So I started formulating this while I was still in Danbury. Like, what am I going to do? I need to have a plan for when I get out of here. And so I started taking classes as soon as I got out on how to be a mitigation specialist. And I looked more into what it really means to be a prison consultant. And I decided this like really fit my skill set. I really like to help people. I need, I have so much knowledge 
being in, on both sides of the criminal justice system. I can tell my clients, oh, this is what it's like. This is what the prosecutor's most likely looking at. These are the things that you need to be aware of. And also from a defense standpoint, like what's it going to be like each one of those days in court? How are you going to feel? How's your family going to feel? And I really, go ahead. No, no, uh, uh, please finish your thought. I really feel like families aren't supported. I don't, it was incredibly difficult for my family to face this process and not have anyone really to ask questions about what's going to happen, what's expected of them, how am I doing without making me more stressed out. And so that's something I really thought was not addressed. Defense attorneys have limited time and they're really focusing on legal issues. And I can take some of that burden off of them and help the client and their loved ones prepare. Just know what to, knowing what to expect and to prepare for each stage really helps people who are going through this traumatic experience have a tiny bit of semblance of control. Yeah. What point, at what point do people typically seek you out? Um, It varies. I would say the earlier I get involved, the better. If you find out you're under federal investigation, now is the time to hire a prison consultant or Liberty Advisors because there are certain things you can start doing right away. You can start preparing. If you know you're the target of investigation, charges are likely coming and coming soon because they've been investigating you for a while. So what what steps can you take? How do you start preparing your life for what you're about to face? And that's things that we can provide practical support and preparation for, okay, what comes next? <laughs> what what do I need to do? And what what's it going to be like when I have to go through a media circus in front of the courthouse in federal courthouse in Boston? And how do I deal with my family at arraignment? And what do I do to post bail? And so as soon as you can get help, get help. Hire a defense counsel that you're happy with. And then the next step would be look at a firm like Liberty Advisors and see how they can help you. So can tell you right now the the perp walk i mean that's easy you got one of three options you you go with the defiant where you just kind of walk with your head held high and that just says you know what i'm innocent this is all bs or you do the the incognito where you find some jacket that isn't on you but you throw it over your head and then you have trouble walking people have to walk you and for some reason you don't want people to see your face or you do the Mike Tyson where you just laugh and show your, your cuffs to the camera. Those are, the- I think, Hire me, I think Mara. I tried, I tried number one and number two. <laughs> I never did the three. <laughs> um, so when, but when people come to you and let's say for the sake of this hypothetical example, that they come in and, and they are facing prison, they're, they're definitely going to prison and they're someone who, like I'm sure a lot of people are, never thought this would happen to them, right? They sit down with you. What's the first thing that you tell them? I'd say this is one moment in your life. You're going to get through this. There will be a light at the end of the tunnel. And just keep that in mind throughout the whole story because you're going to face some bad times and you think it's horrible now and there's going to be some really rough patches, but you're going to get through this. And the best way to get through it is to have knowledge and to prepare. And because you are completely out of control at this time in your life, and this is the way you can take some control and have some level of calmness. 
Mm-hmm. And so I really walk them through and their families. I think it's really important for someone to know, listen, your family will be supported through this. You're not on an island by yourself. There's a team here for you. You can ask me any question. There's absolutely no judgment. I mean, I've been through it. Just feel free to ask me any questions. Talk to me. You know, the questions you're afraid to ask anyone else. And we're going to stay in touch with your defense attorney to make sure that we're all working on this case for you. Yeah, I imagine the just I'm going by stereotypes here, but the moms in particular <clears throat> will need counsel. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I. If I ever went to prison, like it would be horrible, of course, but it, but I would first think of my mom and how much she'd be worrying like all the time. I, I was in a fraternity in college and there was this very innocuous assignment where our little brother had to call our parents and ask for a baby photo. So you can get where this is going. It's just for a silly little presentation. It's actually the most non-fraternity ever, like non-hazing. But yet my mom, because it was a fraternity and it was she was afraid something you know, might be happening to her little baby. The first thing she says to my little brother is, I'll have, she was, a, by the way, a prosecutor, coincidentally. She said, <laughs> I'll have Dave's little brother that I'm a prosecutor. And if you touch one hair on my baby's head, I will prosecute you to the full extent of the law. I just, <laughs> she would be sweat. So you must deal with a lot of uh, really anxious parents, spouses, siblings. Am I right? Absolutely. And they, even though I had been in the criminal justice system for over a decade, my parents hadn't been, my sibling hadn't been, my friends were like, what is going on? And so just to say to them, like, this is how you can help. This is what's going to be expected. And your loved one really is okay right now. Just, I just think having someone tell them that, that's been through it means something. I mean, attorneys are helpful, but they frankly, they're so busy they don't doing dealing with the legal issues. They don't have the time to like sit down and hold the mom's hand. I can do that. And I can be there if they want to call me at 10 o'clock at night or the next morning and say like, I was really stressing out. I had all these worst dreams, the worst dreams and blah, 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 blah. And I can say, okay, listen, I understand where you're coming from, but this is what you can do. Right. You can only do what you can do. Right. So, and I imagine you, well, let me ask you this. Do, do you keep in touch with, your clients while they're on the inside. I definitely do. If, if they want to, I do. And I think it's important to maintain that contact because they also, they're going to need help when they come out. Everyone counts the whole time that you're in. The one thing you know is your release date, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the one thing you're working toward is getting out. So when you get out though, the world isn't necessarily, even 10 months later, for me, stuff had happened. I lost my dog. There were family issues. And and everyone has that. And it's like, okay, now I have to reintegrate. Especially if you've been away for five, seven, nine years. How has the world changed around you? And we really help people like come back into the world. Like, okay, you need to get your finances back in order. This is all put on hold. This is where your life is. Let's get you a job. Let's get, and so we can support them and help them find ways to find whether it's services or employment or housing that they need. Now, one service that you offer is sentence advocacy, which I wouldn't necessarily intuitively have thought to be part of what you do, but you can look at your client's history and divide, help devise a strategy to probation. So, which to me would be invaluable. You're a former prosecutor. You certainly know. I imagine some of the job is on the lawyer for that, or maybe not. Well, tell me about that part. It's definitely both. I mean, you work very closely with the defense team in this way. 
And what, what they usually ask us to do is create reports, use videos, help the client tell their story and look, make sure that the court is looking beyond this one moment in the client's life and consider all the aspects of their past lives. It really helps if you can find any factors that may have influenced how this client arrived in their current predicament, basically. And so we, we recreate these reports, but I really think the cornerstone to it all, and you, you were exactly right, is with probation and the court, you really don't want to be telling your story for the first time the day you stand up in sentencing and probation hears your story and the court hears it. You really want to have refined your speech speech. So you're speaking more naturally too. And you're talking about yourself and what happened. And you're the best advocate for yourself. If you can really come to grips with what was what happened, what you did, and talk about it as eloquently and naturally as you can, that that's in everybody's best interest. And that's really how we can help take some burden off of the defense teams. But I would never do all of this without consulting along the way with the defense counsel because we want to make sure that we're following their what they have planned for the case what they think is most important they're going to know all the judges you know pretty well they're going to know sometimes the individual probation officers very well and so you know each one is tailored and critiqued for that for that purpose well i already knew all of that from the ones <laughs> the one scene in the shawshank redemption when the morgan freeman character finally persuades the parole board to let him out. He says, I, I, I look at that young man and I say to him years ago, I look at him and I, I want to shake him. I want to say, right, that's terrible, Morgan Freeman. Why did I even attempt it? <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, but I wish every client could talk like that. But they can't the first. For not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> absolutely right. And I'm just demonstrating why people need to hire you, Tara, because I think a lot of people have their conception of the prison system from Law and order and movies and things like that. What are some misconceptions about the prison system that you help dispel? I think the first thing is this is going to take a long time. People think it's going to be over fast. It'll be over in a couple of weeks. Right. Now, you're usually under investigation for months, if not years. I know I conducted those investigations for years. And they also think they either think every phone is tapped and there's hidden cameras put everywhere. Or they have the opposite belief that no one cares and no one's following me now. Usually neither one of those things are true. And so just trying to make them understand how the prosecutor's also coming at this. But also they they say, oh, my God, my life is going to be over. I'm in prison. No, your life is not going to be over. It's it's one time in your life and you're going to get through this. And we're going to make sure that you have the support you need. And I think that's one of the the big things that we do at Liberty Advisors is we collect a lot of character reference letters from people that the client knows, loved ones, teachers, and neighbors, anyone that they've had a close relationship with. And the defense attorney can use those in their submissions to the court, or they may choose to not use them. But I always think it's valuable exercise to do it because it's important for the client to know they're supported because a lot of people have the misconception that like, now I'm alone, I'm in this island. No one's there for me. And we can show them like, no, not only am I there for you, but people also remember all these good things that you did in the past. And I just think it's important to have that to go back to when the client's facing this traumatic experience. Absolutely. So 
you've persuaded me and <laughs> you'll be my first call the next time I get a speeding ticket or something. But Tara, tell people what's the best way to find out more about Liberty Advisors and everything you do. They can go to my website, which is www.LibertyAdvisorsLLC.com, or they can email me at Tara at LibertyAdvisorsLLC.com. Excellent. We are up against the clock here, but I thank you so much for joining me. And I really want to congratulate you. In I mock, I, and I make jokes all the time, but seriously, what a story for you to come back from what you came back from and be helping people who are going through what you went through. So congratulations. Thanks. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me. And once again, go to libertyadvisorsllc.com to learn more about Tara and everything she does. If you or someone you know needs her services, give her a ring. And by the way, Tara, anywhere in the country or what? Anywhere in the country. Very good. Very good. Thanks for listening to the Boston Podcast. If you dig the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts where you refine your shows and go to pod617.com if you want your own podcast. We will produce it for you. On behalf of Tara, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston, but if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. Father, father,